RJ. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. It's the nuns. It's the nuns from in the back, back. From they're back, in far the away, they're like, in the how do we solve a problem <laughs> like your bitch ass? Bitch ass. Bitch ass. You know what's funny is that Oh my god This is our 20th episode (laughs) And it is 2020 And when did we start? 2015? No We were here already Correct So we were in (laughs) This apartment Yes Yeah 2015 So 2015 So okay Five years, let's say, yeah. for argument's sake, five sure. years. And we've had 20 episodes. The word thriving. <laughs> we are thriving. So that I think is, it was 2016 when we started. I think it was 2015. We could just look it up. Anyway, hi. Hello. Adam literally, before we started, he he went, how do we do this? What's the, what do we do? What's what's our the format? format? Yeah. Well, you know what's nice? This is the one where we can cuss. Oh, we can. I don't have to edit that out. Yeah. You know what, you slag-offs? Why don't you go kiss it where the sun don't shine? Are you trying to do British? Isn't a slag a British thing? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Does it not have a day? Just look it up Um, on podcasts. Do it. Just look it up on podcasts. You sound like your mother. You just look it up on podcasts. What do you call it? Apple Podcasts? Yeah, it's called Apple Podcasts. The app is literally says podcasts. But the official nomenclature is Apple Podcasts. Nomenclature? August 29th, 2015. Wow. So four and a half. Our, just, to, just to remind people, our... 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 <laughs> our are, are, you, are you having a stroke? What's happening? At, oh, our last episode was October 8th, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Fiddler? And it was Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, great. The mamas. Well, we had, listen, 2019 was a very big year for us. We got married. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we're just mm-hmm. assuming that the people have just have no idea who... What has happened to us We're, since October 8th, 2018? Yes, let's catch you up. So it is later the same <laughs> day. <laughs> let's catch you up since October. T- Hello, we're from the future. Um, so we're catching you up. Uh, we're probably from the past, really. Yeah. Um, the Democrats have taken over the House. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Um, Listen, nobody listening to this <laughs> podcast is a Republican, so let's just, like, own that right now. Or is confused. Yeah. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. It's fine. Well, when we were trying to decide what episode we wanted to do, well, first of all, let's get... Well, RJ was like, let's, let's do a January-themed musical, and I was like, what is a January-themed musical? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't... I. I don't know her. <laughs> a January theme. Uh, January is the one in like elementary schools, how there's like a picture for each month. 
January is just like a snowflake. Snow <laughs> yeah. It's like, who knows what this is? Because obviously February is a heart. There's a shamrock for March. December oh. is very clearly a Christmas tree. Everything has one except for like, September is also one that's like, what? Mm-hmm. Except normally September has the like, a book, an apple, because you're going back to school. Back to school. Yeah. My school always started in August. Yeah, ours did too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. August is the one that's the hottest month, so they'll make it like a beach, mm. an umbrella, on a, be- a beach umbrella, mm. Mm. A, b- mm. a beach umbrella. Are there winter musicals that aren't Christmas? I don't think so. I don't think that's a thing. Um, whenever they turn Almost Maine into a musical. <laughs> which will be never. Which will be never, hopefully. Um, no, I don't think so. Mm. Winter musicals that are decidedly not themed around the Christmas holiday. That's a good challenge for any future composers out there. Yeah. Future writers of books. When does nine take place? Just in his mind, I guess. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Can't wait to get to that one in another another five years. You'll never let me do nine. Well, you know. Is the goal... Okay, Were you going to tell them how we decided to get to Mary Poppins? Well, kind of. So we were like, well, now Disney Plus, the dawning of Disney Plus. Let's get something that's accessible from Disney Plus. Sure. Um, how did you come up with Mary Poppins? Um, I wanted to pick something that I would want to do. <laughs> Since I'm the one who makes Yeah, this. I figured we should do... I was... And I didn't fight back because I didn't want to watch a new movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't like... I like watching I don't like them. watching movies. You don't like sitting down and being in the moment. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's a read. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I... When we do ones that I'm not as familiar with, I like to watch them twice. That's... Oh, my God. Because I like to, like, absorb we'll wa- it once we have to watch and then, like, make once, thoughts on the second watch time. Watch once together and then watch the second time just by you. Yeah. Because presumably we watch a movie, we record the episode three years after. Right. So yeah, you yeah. need that second Statistically, time. Statistically, yeah. Uh, so we did Mary Poppins. I gave you the ultimatum. I said Mary Poppins or... And animated, because we've never done an animated. But do we want to cross that bridge? Yeah, I would like to do Anastasia down the road. Because you've never seen it, right? I've seen <laughs> What is this Anastasia erasure? Wait, you've seen Anastasia? Yes, I saw it in theaters. But why don't you know the songs? Because I don't stand Anastasia. I don't stand Anastasia. Woo! <gasps> You're not an Anastasia. That was so good. <laughs> You're not a Stanislav. <coughs> oh my God, I'm dying. Uh. The yeah the no it's fine the ghosts of it's Meg Ryan, of course I love Anastasia. Yeah, Bernadette, Bernadette Peters, but you don't know the songs. Those two iconic songs, "Journey to the Past" and the other one. <laughs> but I feel like we would we shouldn't do a something December. There you Once go. Winter upon a December. That's a right. Winter musical. There you go. Um, I feel like we shouldn't. <laughs> but do, it's not on Disney Plus. I feel like we shouldn't do Disney animated ones. Though. Why not? Because we have a Disney podcast. Yes, but that's how we bring them to show games. Is to be like oh, we're doing a Disney a crossover right. event. Also, like I still want to do Disney ones, but I don't. Unless you want to do the same format and then release it on. D-Pod. Is this fun for people listening to our process? <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like I like going in depth on stuff. We yeah. don't go in depth really when we do Depot episodes. Because could you say every movie we would do at Depodcast is basically a movie musical anyway? That's no. Disney. No. So then if we did, oh, we should do the original Pete's Dragon. Yeah. That would be so good. Yeah. That's not even animated. No, it's not. So why are you arguing with me? Because I want to also <laughs> do animated. Uh, okay, it's fine. only like six movies that I would want to like do. And they are? The Renaissance. Um, I don't even need to do like... Sleeping Beauty, really, or like Cinderella. Yeah, because those movies have like two songs that they sing. Yeah. I don't need to do those. Snow White has more, but I don't need to do it. Yeah. Maybe Pinocchio, because there are a bunch of songs in Pinocchio. I would love to do Brandy Cinderella. Okay. Great. I just thought about that today. That was a made-for-TV movie musical. Are you sure? I am absolutely positive. I am 150% positive. In fact, I can guarantee that it was made for TV. No Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella has been made for the movie? No. Wow. Nope. Not for a theatrical release. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, we're doing Mary Poppins. We're doing Mary Poppins. So now is the time where we go... As we all remember... I read, I read the box from the Wikipedia page. Wait, hold on. I feel like you already know this information. I don't know. I don't know, like, direct... Uh, Bill Walsh, I think, is the director. Okay. Is that right? Mary Poppins was directed by Robert Stevenson. Oh, Robert Stevenson. Produced by... Walt, Walt Disney, Disney himself. <laughs> Screenplay by Will, Bill Walsh. Oh, okay. And Don DeGrady. Sure. Based on Mary uh, P.L. Pop- Travers, P.L. Mary Poppers yes. series. Starring names such as... Julie Andrews. Judy Mandrews. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Dick- that, one, that one's already a <laughs> joke. That's already a joke. <laughs> David Tomlinson. Correct, as, as Mr. Banks. Uh, Hermione something. Hermione is- Badili. Yes, right, and she plays mother the maid. of Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> she plays Ellen, the maid. Mm-hmm. Glynis Johns. Glynis Johns plays the mother, Mrs. Banks, Winifred Banks. Karen Dottris, whose name was originally going to be Cynthia Winifred, oh. was going to be Cynthia, and then P.L. Travers was like, no, 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 it needs to be English. That's funny. Who? Matthew Garber. Those are the children. Oh. Elsa Lanchester, Arthur Treacher, Reginald Owen, and Edwin. Edwin obviously Ed played... motherfucking Win. Yeah, Edwin played Uncle Albert, famously. Yes. Also with the voice of the Mad Hatter. Also Mr. Um, Dusseldorf, right? In The Diary of Anne Frank, mm-hmm. the guy who comes in later. Music by Richard and Robert Sherman. Mm-hmm. Score by Aaron Costell. Cinematography by Edward Coleman. Edited by Cotton Warburton. Production company Walt Disney Productions, distributed by Buena Vista Distribution, released in August 27th, 1964, 1964. running time 139 minutes, a mm-hmm. tight 139. Yeah, two hours uh, and 20 minutes. Its budget was $6 million, which today would be 
Okay, what year was that? Sorry. 1964. Six million USD in 1964 would equal today to 49 million. 49 million. So this movie, so far in its entirety, has made $103.1 million. I'm not three at one. Okay. Too many zeros. It has made $854 million. Great. It was the highest grossing film of 1964. Um, it was... Oh, I don't remember. Other stuff. Um, Best Picture? Yes. Oh, right. Nominations. So it was nominated for 11 Academy... Oh, 13 Academy Awards. Um, including... Hold on. I have the list right here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Legacy. Accolades. Okay, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, Best Visual Effects, Best Original Song, Best Score, and Best Adaptation or Treatment Score. Hmm. Which I don't think that's a thing anymore. No. Which one's won? So it won for Best Score. Mm-hmm. It won for Best Original Song, which was Chim Chim Cheri. Oh. Best Visual Effects, Best Film Editing, and Best Actress in a Leading Role. Who was her competition that year? Her competition that year was... Uh, yes. Okay. So, she was up against Anne Bancroft for The Pumpkin Eater, Sophia Loren for Marriage Italian Style, Debbie Reynolds for The Unsinkable Molly Brown. Wow. And Kim Stanley for Seance on a Wet Afternoon. <laughs> is the name of my memoir. Wow. Yeah, wow. I feel like my personal story should go first because it's less than yours. Oh. <laughs> you don't have a big personal connection with this film? No. So when I was little, <laughs> no. my parents bought me a like best of Disney CD uh-huh. that had songs from different movies. And mine, uh, my favorite was um, Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday was the Mary Poppins song that was in that CD. Oh. Wait, did this, wait, what did it look like? I don't remember. The CD cover, you don't remember? No. Okay. Because there I want to say ser- it was like white. There was a series and they really it was like a three CD set. Oh. And it was like a black with like Mickey the a Mickey. No, not that one. Do you know what I'm talking about yes, though? Okay. Yes. And there was like blue, green, and red, yep, I think. Not, yeah, it's yeah. not okay. that one. But in the CD it had like Casey Jr. He's coming down the track. Dumbo would be a good one to do. It was like Casey oh. Jr., <laughs> part of your world. Um, this one, Siamese. Yeah. It was just like a random mix of things. Sure. But I, he never eats his he bone. He does not eat his bone until we are recording. It is absolutely <laughs> free only, No, just leave him alone. I just, it's so crazy to me. Okay. <laughs> it's just so it's funny. absolutely it's nutty. In, it's literally in the toy bin. Yeah. Every day. And when we are recording it. is when he's like, oh, all right. Well, let me go Plenty of noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and the, uh, I would perform Jolly Holiday in what I would call I would a lip sync extravaganza <laughs> where I would do all the parts. Sure. 
Even there's the, a lot of parts, even yes, the barnyard animals. Even the barnyard animals. Yeah, yeah. And that was my personal story. That's it. Had when had you seen the film as a child, or did yeah. you not see it until you were here? No, I saw it with my mom. We had okay. So back in the day, there were these things called laser discs. Do you remember laser discs? No, because we had VHS. Okay, so we had laser discs, and they were as big as records, like that, but like maybe like another five inches bigger in circumference. Mm-hmm. It's it was huge, and you would pull off it in this D- CD player. And then it was the movie. And we rent we would rent them from like ACA Video was the name of our local blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I would Apparently they were better quality than VHS, but VHS was just like cheaper. Cheaper to make. And that's yeah. why. Because it was like it was essentially a record. Yeah. And that Great. was it. Um, my mom like loved Julie Andrews growing up. So yeah, I mean I mean I don't, there are very few people that dislike, I don't think there's anyone that's like Julie Andrews. Yeah. That bitch. Nobody says that. So that's why when Princess Iris came out, she insisted that we watched it. Like, I remember she was the driving force for like, we have to watch it, because that's Julie Andrews. (laughs) And that, I, and like, yeah, that kind of like led into Mary Poppins, like watching Mary Poppins. Yeah. So I've already talked about on the show how I grew up with The Sound of Music and Hello, Dolly. And I think this one would be the one that, like, trumps those two. Um, I hope people are realizing that, like, in the episodes that we do, it's like, oh, so these are all just Adam's. Adam's personal favorite musicals. Yep, sure are. Uh, what do you want me to talk about? Things I've never seen before? That would be Yeah, silly. like nine. When we watch I've nine. seen nine. That's why we're not doing it. And when we watch it. Anastasia for the first Again, time you see. I've seen Anastasia. <laughs> um, no, it's my absolute like favorite Disney movie. Um, I think there's. I got. I like cried four times watching this movie. Earlier. Yes. Today. Yes. Like while I was playing Pokemon, you yes. were crying. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's fine. I just. I this movie means a lot to me. So. And I, I don't really have any why, reason what is, why. What is about it? About healing fathers? I don't, but I don't even I don't even think as <laughs> a child. Did that never connect to you? No, as a, not as, until okay. I was older. Because it was very clear when Saving Mr. Banks came out. Yeah. And P.L. Travers was the, in the at least yeah, the yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Was like, it's about him. Yeah, yeah. I never made that realization. And yeah, it yeah. seemed like that didn't connect to you two until. I mean, I, it, I knew before Saving Mr. Banks, but. Yeah, it was, like, in high school when I was, like, oh. Mm. Um, But I will say, I think just as a child, I mean, like, nowadays we look at these visual effects and we're, like, wow, they are rough. Like, it's not Yeah, I mean, even looking at it now, it was, like, when they were running through the city, it's, like, oh, those are screens. Right, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, as a child, you have no idea. So it just, like, it was... I, magic was like real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like cuckoo bananas, um, and then also like her being in that and the sound of music. Did your mom like sit you down and watch this movie with you? Like, how did you watch it? I would watch it by myself. Oh, I would you just put in the you just VHS. had it. you guys just yeah, had yeah. this movie already. Yeah. Okay. I would put it in the VHS. I I think we had it. I don't know if we had the like official Disney copy. We probably had it on like a. I want to say we had it, like, it was on TV, and then we, like, 
um, what is it called when you would like tape? Yes, tape, yes, tape it. Yes, <laughs> taped it from TV. DVR when you no, would TiVo. Maybe something? that was Hello Dolly that we taped. I think this one we just had, um, but I think I wore out one of the VHSs, so we had to like get get another one because that's how often I watched it. And my favorite song was Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. When I was really little, I'm not gonna say like one of my first words, but like I was so okay, obsessed with that song. Girl. No, I'm... all right, okay. <laughs> but when we I was don't little, need to I... Do that. <laughs> I couldn't say the full thing. I could only say Supercalifragia, and that's where it ended for me. Mm. My mom likes to bring that up. And yeah, it's just, um, it's important <laughs> to the culture. It's important to the culture. Whose culture? American culture, I think. This... British culture. Okay. I would say. Because I know it's like, I mean, Mary Poppins was a f- Definitely... thin fixture in the London Olympic, like, game thing. She, like, came in and, like, fought Voldemort. Do you not remember this? For the 2012 Olympics. Oh, no. So in the, like, opening ceremony when they have their big spectacle, there was, like, a massive Yeah, because they have the Spice Girls. Yes, and they, there were, like, hundreds of Mary Poppins that flew down and fought Oh, I'm remembering this. Yes. Yes, I'm remembering this. It's, like, a, it's a thing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Work. Because we know that, like, Mary Poppins was pivotal in, like, filmmaking, Right. Yes. Like it was like, oh, really changed the game for the vi- for like visual effects. Um, sure, especially for like the Disney company, it was like the yeah. most most money they'd ever made. That whole them. idea of like you know, this was Walt putting everything that he's learned in the thirty years that he's been doing. Right. This. Yeah. Cool. Very okay. That. Very that. So let's get into it. It's going to be so long. This episode's going to be three hours. I don't know what to tell you. What do you want me to say? Not all my thoughts on this film. Well, let's just skip ahead to... (laughs) Jolly Holiday. uh, Jolly Holiday. So we are in a chalkboard. (laughs) Okay, Okay. so let's start. So the movie starts. I love an overture. I've said it many times on this podcast. I love an overture. We stand an overture. It's been so long since I've listened to this podcast. So that's podcast, why I'm reiterating. So I don't even know if that's true or not. <laughs> have I, we said it? I have because I remember Molly argued with me oh. on overtures. <laughs> and then, but I do think we agreed that on tracks are dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Exact same. Here's the thing. This movie is two hours and 20 minutes. And I think... Sound of Music might be like 10 minutes longer. Like, I think it's two and a half hours or something like that. And they had an intermission. They had an intermission. There's not one in Mary Poppins. I don't believe there is an intermission. Is this the longest Disney movie? I don't know. 
I'd have to look it up. I know that it was a th- it was definitely a thing that like this was long at the time probably it was the longest Disney film. Yeah. Right. Like maybe. it was a thing that like this is surprisingly <clears throat> long for a Disney film. Sure. It's also not animated, so it's easier to make it long. That's true. Um. So we start the movie and she, being Mary, <laughs> is sitting on a cloud. Um. You could say she was sitting on a cloud. <laughs> I could I say that? I thought I I thought I should. I thought I thought you did. <laughs> um, so she's sitting on a cloud. There's an overture. You go down. You get Bert, who you realize does. He's a, a jack of all trades, yes. really. Um, an he's everyman. An everyman. He's performing as a one man band. Mm-hmm. Um. For uh, people on classic the, British trope, just outside the park, um, and we get the first glimpse, or the first aural glimpse. That's not a thing of this accent work. So let's speak on it. It's not good. The end. The, the end. <laughs> he apparently, in an interview, has said that like the guy who was his coach had an even worse accent, Cockney accent, than he did. So it was just. It was just a really the bad blind coach. leading the blind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a man, a uh, Irish man from Lancashire, oh. taught him a Cockney accent, and I was like, "Well, that sounds." You should have a just few gotten... steps removed. You should have just found Eliza Doolittle. You should have just had Julie Andrews be like, "I've done this." I will this. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so wasn't yeah. he? Didn't she do? She did Mary Poppins instead of My Fair Lady, right? The movie. Why wouldn't? Yeah, te- yes. She was not asked to do oh. My Fair Lady. Yes. I'm sorry I brought that up, Julie. <laughs> I know that's a sore subject. It's fine. Okay. Are um, you Julie Andrews? I am Julie Andrews. You um, should do so a thing she, where you well, like, oh, it's Julie Andrews. <laughs> she, so yeah, so like notoriously, famously, she, so here's the timeline of events. She's in Camelot. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney comes to see Camelot, comes backstage, sells her on the idea of the show, of the mm-hmm. movie, wants her to be in it. Um, she holds out because WB, Warner Brothers, is doing My Fair Lady the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's she, assuming, she, hi, yeah. hello, I originated the role. Nothing. Nothing. She ends up going on a, um, no. She ends up not getting the part, goes to Audrey Hepburn. So the next day she calls Disney and says that she will do the movie. But Disney had even told her, we will hold out as long, if you get Lady, we we will do it after. He was like so set on Julie Andrews, which is crazy. And apparently she, so P.L. Travers had to like sign off on whoever was what. Mm -hmm. And um, after she gave birth to her daughter, Emma... Literally that same day, she took a call in her bed with P.L. Travers, and P.L. Travers was just sold by the sound of her voice that she could be Mary. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so sweet. I know. So it was fate. Yeah. It was fortuitous. It was fate for Emma Thompson and Julie Andrews to talk on the phone that day. Uh, do you think when Walt saw Camelot, he was like, wow, this is the Kennedy story? But... <laughs> I no. no. I mean, sure. I don't know. You think he connected that and was like, "I'm watching the Kennedys on 
stage. Well, he's already he already died. Uh, uh when did they shoot it? Wait, when did they shoot? We it? went to the moon in 1969. He was still alive. No, he wasn't, girl. He wasn't alive when we went to the moon. He died in like 63. What? Yes, girl. But November 22nd, 1963. At the beginning of the decade. <laughs> By the end of this decade. Well, now I fully believe that the moon landing was fake because. <laughs> because he wasn't there? Because he wasn't there. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we took a turn. You didn't know that? I mean, I guess I did, but the, the, they never connected. Yeah, he wasn't there. That's why there's not a famous. Wow. We've landed on the moon. We've done it. You know what's sad? My. Also, he even, even if. He was still alive. He would not have been president anymore by the time we landed. Because even if he had gotten a second term, it would have been 64 to 68, and that was 69. What's sad is that in high school, <laughs> this the, is embarrassing the teacher that I was in love with, Mr. Matt Hooten, was my history teacher, and he would be so disappointed in me. I mean, I'm disappointed it. in you, and I was a history major for one semester, RJ. You took one class, since I took two because we had to take two history classes. Do those classes even count for your graduation in core? Did those count for yeah. core? Okay, good. Yeah, girl. Otherwise, I wouldn't have taken them. Okay. Well, so anyway, um, anyway. <laughs> the overture plays. No, we've moved on to Bert. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Bert. He has a moment. There's the constable who's responsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Corey and her tall daughters. Miss Persimmon doesn't get to hear hers because he notices the winds changing. This is and a harbinger about, of things to come. And about to begin. And about to begin. <laughs> um, so everybody walks away, and then he breaks the fourth wall, which is, is the, only, the only time. It's right? the only time in the movie that it happens. So it's very. It's not. I will say. Of the fourth wall breaks I've seen lately. <laughs> Better do it at the front, at the top, instead of right at the end. <laughs> We're referring, to, referring to cats. Yeah, better to establish that than to shock everyone at the end. We haven't done, I would say this, we have not done like a recent movie musical. Like I think we did, I think the most recent one was Last, Last Five, five years. years. But even then it wasn't like a real theatrical no. movie. Like it, not in a wide theatrical way. The only one that I want to do cats <laughs> as soon as it's on, as soon as it's out because I want to like. Just Pro- I need to I need to work through yes. my trauma. We need a carversate. <laughs> was the last movie we saw that had a breaking of fourth wall Jersey Boys? That's the only one oh, that's coming into my mind. The ones that we uh yeah. no. Tevia does half that movie <laughs> in a fourth wall break. <laughs> Girl, that was a year ago. Girl, you just were like, it's my favorite one we've done. <laughs> Literally, you told me that yesterday. I did. I love it. It left <laughs> such an impression that you forgot that he fourth. I mean, it's not, I don't know. There's something about that performance as Tevia that it's uh, it's not shocking at yeah. all. Like, it's just, it's effortless the yeah. way he, like, stares into the camera. It's a little unnerving when Bert does it, but like it's so but short. But I definitely feel like when he does it in the beginning, you immediately as an audience trust him. Yes. Like oh. I, that's like that's why I feel like it's so good. It's because the entire movie, you don't question anything he does. You fully yeah. accept that like he is this being. Dick Just Van as being is could as never play a villain. And I know technically he did in Night at the Museum. Oh did but he? yes he did. But uh, like he it's you are so won over by him mm-hmm. as soon as you he comes on the screen. 
even with the accent and like it's it's not good it is a bad accent there is absolutely no reason he should have gotten away with this but you're so charmed otherwise because he's so fun to listen to and to like watch Mm -hmm. um his like the way he just performs in general is so over the top it's it's like watching a clown like that episode of Golden Girls that he comes in on where he is a clown is, like, the perfect thing for him because he's so larger than life. Anyway. He takes us down Cherry Tree Lane. <laughs> we are now three minutes into this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. 139-minute film. Um, so we come down Cherry Tree Lane. You meet Admiral Boom, which is, like... He's he's bigger in the books. I've read the books. He's bigger in the books, but, like, it's just, like, a weird... The quirkiness of this little street. Um, he basically treats his house like a ship. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots off a cannon on the hour. And they say, the world takes its time from Greenwich. But Greenwich, they say, takes its time from Emerald Boom. Does it mean something? Does he mean something? Admiral Boom? Yes. No. There's no, like, bigger message to him. Because it feels like... In the like, books? I don't remember. Because, like, in the books... Not in the movie. All the different characters that they meet... Yeah, yeah. They have, like, a meaning. Sure, right? sure. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Miss Corey well, has the words. Miss whatever has whatever. Well, like, I wouldn't even say they have bigger meanings. I would just say that there's they... There's a lesson to be learned? Not really. Really? They just have... They're just, like, adventures that they meet. They're just, like, kooky, kooky strangers. characters. Yeah. Okay. And he's just one of them. Yeah. Um, and then you f- hear that there's a nasty bit of weather down at 17 Cherry Tree Lane. And that's when you find uh, in the house that Ellen and the cook are trying to keep Katie Nana from leaving. Because if Katie Nana leaves, who's wa- who's the nanny for the children, mm-hmm. then Ellen's going to have to do double duty again. And she doesn't want to do that. She's got a house to take care of. But who comes in right when right when Katie Nan is about to walk out the door? Who comes in? Winifred. Winifred. Winifred Cynthia Banks. Banks. Cynthia Banks. <laughs> and she sings uh, Sister Suffragette. She sure does. Do you want to know why this song exists? Yes. So No, I know. I know why. Okay. Because when, when Walt... Asked Glynis to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. She said, oh my God, I'm so excited and honored to play Mary Poppins in this movie. <laughs> and Walt was like, oh, oh, no, we had something different in mind for you, but don't worry. She's just as important as Mary Poppins. Yeah. You'll get a song and everything. So and she he made, made the, her a He made the Sherman Brothers come up with a song. Yeah. We're clearly soldiers in petty coats Dauntless crusaders for women's votes. Though we adore men individually, we agree that as a group they're rather stupid. Cast off the shackles of yesterday. Um, I'm not mad at the performance. No, how could you be? She's so funny. She's very funny, very committed. Is, Is the... it the best message in 2020? Okay. No. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, I... I what am I saying? I understand this. I understand. Uh-huh. I understand. But like, I guess going back to the whole bigger meaning, was there a meaning that she 
like was always so like almost just as busy as he was of like not really paying attention to the children because I feel like in the so I've done the musical Tasha's and in the musical it's very much like you govern the home this is your responsibility that's how the book is and she like feels that pressure right mm-hmm. she also has to She's also learns the lesson at the end, mm-hmm. but it doesn't like. I f- it feels like the suffragette version of Winifred is just like. It's an excuse to get her out of the house. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. But it didn't even feel like she like learns a lesson at the end. Uh, she so it's a symbolic gesture when she ties her suffragette ribbon to the kite uh, to say, "I will give this up so that I can be part of the family." Okay. That's why it's not a great message for 2020. <laughs> I would say you can juggle both. You can still have a nanny. Yeah. This weird. This movie weirdly at the end is like we don't need we a don't nanny. need a nanny. But I'm like, y- you guys need a nanny for your children. Yeah. Because none of you are taking care of them. <laughs> anyway, funny. the song is very good. The song is great. It has a great one liner of um, we agree that. Uh, Though we adore men individually, we agree that as a group, they're rather stupid. It's very funny. Um, Because you expect a rhyme and you don't get one. Comedy. Comedy. Uh, Hi, I'm Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) (laughs) So, Katie Nana says she's leaving. I'm done with this house forever. She leaves. She runs into Mr. Banks on the way out. He mm-hmm. puts her in her carriage, her horseless carriage, mm-hmm. um, and comes in the house whistling a tune because he's had a great day at work. Of banking? Of banking. He works at a bank. Yes. How funny that a man whose last name is Banks hmm. works at a bank. Hmm. Seems like this was a book written for children. <laughs> <laughs> One could, could it say. be? Could it be? Um, and then he has this whole, I mean, it's very funny. There are lines where she like tells Ellen to put the like, to put the like suffragette ribbons away because she says like, Mr. Banks hates this. And like, she's so suffragette and then like at home is like, oh, I would muddle the entire thing completely. (laughs) Like she's such a, she's a twit (laughs) and that's, that's really what it is. But he comes in and he has his. Version of like this is that's the, the, the life I live. Yep. It's grand to be an Englishman in 1910. King Edward's on the throne. It's the age of men. I'm the lord of my castle, the sovereign, the liege. I treat my subjects, servants, children, a wife, with a firm but gentle hand. No bless oblige. It's 6.03 and the heirs to my dominion are scrubbed and tubbed and adequately fed. And so I'll pat them on the head and send them off to bed. Ah, lonely is the life I Who does he call? The police. Correct. <laughs> what prompt service? So the police, the constable comes, he brings the kids. I love Jane and Michael. Oh, they're great. I love Michael Banks. He's Michael great. Banks is one of my... He died. Was, oh, girl, why'd you say that? He's He died young. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Was, he had is like, he related to Victor Garber, or they just have the same last name? I think they just have the same last okay. name. 
Um, he died. I want to say, hold on. Let me look this up. Say what you were going to say. I just, I think he's one of my favorite characters of all time. I love, I, our friend Allie hates precocious children. Mm-hmm. I love precocious children. He died at the age of 21. Oh my God. Was this the only thing he did? Of hemorrhagic necrotizing pancreatitis. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Um, he's just so good in this movie. He is. He's very. He's very good in it. Yeah, yes, you're absolutely correct. And so I really oh. like their dynamic. They both look great. They have those giant eyes. Yep. <laughs> and they're just like the perfect. Truly, the perfect like. Not foil, but what is the word? I don't know. They're a perfect duo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they. Get in trouble for um, leaving leaving the nanny. Katie Nana's gone because of them. She's quit. So he yells at them, and then he drafts a uh, an advertisement for a new nanny to go into the Times so they can have some people come. Um, and then they come down the stairs, and they have their version of the advertisement that they want. I have said this before to you. And I'm saying it on the record. This is my favorite song in the entire movie. This one? Yes. That wanted a nanny for two adult children. This song. What is this song called? Wanted Perfect Nanny? A perfect nanny, yeah. A perfect nanny. Two adorable children. If you want this choice, disposition. Rosy cheeks. It is, I will say this, I love Broadway babies, but like her being like not the best singer and yeah. sounding like a child is so yes. much sweeter than like so on good. the soundtrack for the Broadway version yeah. when they're like, if you want this choice position, and then they do harmony. Like I'm yeah. like, I don't need this girl. I want to hear a child. literal child sound. This is what like Michael in during this song is so funny because he is like he has his arms crossed and he's leaning over and he's just like nodding mm-hmm. like yeah this is what we decided <laughs> it's so good i love the cursed children i love yeah. it children who act like they are 38 years old yes. <laughs> it's so funny to me i love it oh my god love this number and um he gets mad he's like he rips, he it, rips up, it up throws it in the fireplace <gasps> It goes up the chimney, and then the next day, there's a line of nannies down the block, lining up for 8 o'clock when he's going to decide who the new nanny is. They all get blown away by the wind, because the wind changes, 
And, and then, about to begin. And about, about to begin. And then as the as Jane and Michael are watching out the window, they see Mary. This is the first time I cried. They see Mary <laughs> coming down from the sky. Now let's talk about how the like backgrounds are all um, flats. <laughs> no, they're all paintings on glass. Mm. So that's why they like look. They're like watercolors on glass, mm. basically. It's so pretty. Mm. They're all so good. Because this is one of the moments where she, like, moves across the... And then she comes down, touches down. And then this whole exchange between Mary and Mr. Banks is absolutely extraordinary. Because she's reading, obviously, the torn-up list that the kids wrote. And he is... Befuddled. Befuddled as to how she Doing got the most lots... I, I mean, Comedia would be so proud at this man who was like... Oh. Were you with? Did you see this when I when I saw? We saw it as a double feature. Okay, was it you? I couldn't remember if it was you or Miranda. No, it was me, your boyfriend at the time, because we, because Claire Reinhardt, friend, friend, uh, fan of the show, um, she was the one who like showed it to you, right? She didn't go with us, but she she told us it was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were like, we gotta get tickets. Yeah, we went. Yeah. to the magic. Magic box? No, music box. The magic box is the name of the store that Buffy the in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is? What was that? I don't. Remember. It was on the Brown Line. Ugh, I don't remember. Anyway. Anyway. But this was like I remember because like obviously I've only ever seen this movie in a house by like myself. That was your first time else. watching it in theater. It was my first time watching it in a theater, and like there are so many things that everyone yeah. laughed at that yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so funny yeah. that I'd never thought about. And this whole scene, I remember everybody was just like scream laughing. She's just so good at being like, just like to the point. Honestly, and it's I so think funny. <laughs> she's so good. Okay. So like you can talk about how she's so good at like delivering her lines and like being the like Mary of it all. But I think what she does even better, and I think this is why she won the Academy Award, is she does so much when she's just, like, listening and Mm -hmm. taking it all in and her reactions that I think that is, like, what's more impressive is, like, those shots where they just turn to her and her eyes just, like, get a little bit bigger. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. You could say acting is reacting. Is listening and reacting. (laughs) I don't think I could say that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I think um, Michael Shirtliff could say that. We love a guidepost. Honey. Anyway, he's she's he's hired her. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to meet the kids. She goes up, she goes up the banister. Slides Backwards. Up, slides up the banister. Yep. And delivers an iconic line. Close your mouth, Michael, we are not a codfish. So good. I didn't I didn't realize until like three years ago that codfish is cod. <laughs> oh. I've never heard it called codfish. Just cod. Is it a British fish? Yes. It's what they it's, it's mostly like what they what, use for, for fish, fish and chips, chips yeah. right? Okay. It's like the cheap yeah. version. Great. Anyway. I mean, this is when we start to... Now Now we have magic. I mean, yes. now magic is real. Now let's talk about how fucking dirty this Nursery is. is! Good lord. 
Katie Nana's been gone a day. A, not even a full day, like a a 12-hour period. <laughs> and Ellen was like, I am not going up. I'm not touching room. it. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching them sheets. I'm not touching this fallen over nope. doll tea yeah, set. Like fully just like G- dishes on the floor. Like a typhoon had just nope, gone through girl, this nursery. Not doing it. And it's so funny because <laughs> the shot goes right into Mary and then Michael and Jane with their back towards the camera. And it's Jane's just like, I'm sorry, the nursery is such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's just like staring directly at these kids. And you're just like, it's a Oh my god. Let me tell you, if my mother, God forbid, walked into that room. It's so bad. She would have said, You're gonna clean this up, but first, do you want the belt or the slipper? (laughs) (laughs) You want me to pull a switch from the yard? Oh my god. Um (sighs) so but we have the moment with the carpet bag where she pulls out yeah. She pulls out a lamp, she pulls out a mirror, she pulls out a hat stand and a potted plant. Um, and apparently, supposedly I was reading on the thing that, like, the kids didn't know that that was oh. going to happen. So they were like, when he's, like, going under the table, mm-hmm. he was like, how is this happening? <laughs> Which is really it's funny. funny. Um, and then she does the moment with the tape measure, which is very iconic. Um, Michael is, what is it? He is... It was different from the musical, so I don't remember. Or Extremely stubborn and suspicious. Yeah. And then Jane is rather inclined to giggle, doesn't put things away. Yeah, it's so weird. Okay, so in the and musical... And Ma- Mary is... She is like... the thing. Here's the thing I didn't get. Like, Jane is definitely much more bratty. In the musical. In the musical. Oh, for sure. Here she's just like... <clears throat> Uh, just a piece of paper. A sweet child. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That's fine. Like, all the personality was in Michael. Yeah. But I was fine with that. Okay. He's the two. She's the one. Yeah. I, th- I think they're so cute together. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> so Mary is practically perfect in, any way, in every way. And then they decide that they're going to play a new game called Twice... Twice... Twice done is half fun or something like that. Half fun is twice done. I don't know. Um, But they're really just going to tidy the nursery. And do you understand when I tell you that as a child, I wanted to snap my fingers and things to just happen? How badly I wish this was real. I'm not kidding. Do you know how often I would stand in my room and snap my fingers at things? That was like when I watched Matilda when I was little. And I would stare at door handles. Oh, I would... Oh, imagine I could just. What is it about being a child and magic where you're like, I mean, this I can shit do this. is real. Yes. This this movie is real. <laughs> this is a docu series, girl. We are touched. <laughs> <laughs> I fully believed when I I remember watching Harry Potter in the movie theater and walking out and being like, I'm getting my letter to go to Hogwarts. Oh Any my. day now. It's crazy. I mean, I believed this. Oh. Oh, I need to see a therapist. We need to revert back to childhood. Um, so, do you have, a, do you have a, a particular gag that you loved? In this song? Mm-hmm. I love, um, the, I love the, her reflection. 
Oh, it oh, it's so good. It's such like a there's just so many things in this movie that like didn't need to be there and make I mean really do make the movie longer, mm-hmm. but like they're so there are things that remind me of like Walt's original like when he made Snow White, how it was like you get a nickel for every time you put in a visual gag. Mm-hmm. There's so many things in this movie that just like harken back to that. Like that's one of them in Jolly Holiday when they dance together and then the cane and the umbrella dance yeah, together. Thanks. I was like, that's a dumb thing that yeah. doesn't need to happen, but it's so perfect. Um, I think my favorite one is when Michael's trying to get out of the closet. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Let me out! Let me out! that fetch the nectar from the flowers to the comb never tire of ever buzzing to and fro because they take a little nip from every flower that they sip and hence and hence they find they find their task is not a And I think we should do next month. I think we should do Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> no, Only because I have thoughts. On, so this Mary Poppins Returns is just like beat for beat the same movie, yeah. but like with for new stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think Spoonful of Sugar works so much more than the, the bathtub. The song. bathtub song. Because this is just like they're still in the nursery. Little magic things are happening, but it's not like. We're now underwater in a thing, and yeah. it's all CGI. Like it, I think it works more because it's so small. Yeah, I agree. And I wish they had like kept that. Like more grounded it grows in reality. Yeah. In as the film progresses, the magic grows. Yeah. Obviously, you get to Jolly Holiday, and then it's like fully nutty. But you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I ag- understand. I agree. That's what I want to talk about on the next episode. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. So now we are twelve minutes in this movie. Great. Um, so they've cleaned the nursery, mm-hmm. and now they're going to go to the park. Mm-hmm. They run into Bert, who has drawn some chalk pavement pictures. Now he is a skeever. Yeah, the winking skeever. <laughs> well, our two Skyrim fans who are listening just went, aha! Ah, <laughs> that's a Skyrim joke. What is a skeever? Is that a thing? It's- is it screever? Is it Screever? What the hell is a Screever? Uh, a Screever's an artist of highest degree. <laughs> screever. I can't believe I fell for that. Definition of Screever, chiefly British, one who makes a living by drawing pictures on sidewalks in order to obtain charity from uh. passersby. Sidewalk artist. Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jim, Jeroo. I draws what I likes, and I likes what I drew. No remuneration do I ask of you, but me cap would be glad of a copper or two. Me cap would be glad of a copper or two. So he promises the bank's children that he is going to take them into the chalk pavement picture. Does he say all that it takes is a spark? 
and something as plain as a park becomes no. a warning. That's only in the show. That's in, in the, the show. <laughs> I kept waiting for it, and it didn't happen. They were already no. in the drawing, and I was no, like, no, oh. because the whole bit is he goes first. Oh, he you, tries to go in. Yeah, he first you blink or you wink, and then you do a double blink, and then you jump, and then she's like, "Is something supposed to happen?" <laughs> And then Mary, I just like all of her reactions when she just yeah. gets like annoyed are really funny. Yeah. Because she she's like, you honestly make things so complicated when they don't need to be. And then she's just like, one, two, we're jumping. Yeah. And they're in the Chuck Bateman picture. So apparently this was Mar- this was Julie's first day on a film set was Jolly Holiday. Oh. Yeah. This was the first thing she ever shot wow. for a film in her life. Which is crazy, because... She's a legend. It's so good. She won the Academy Award for it. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so, yeah. So, they go through, and um, Jane and Michael run off to find the country fair over the uh, on the road around Familiar the beats, I'm not going to lie, to Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, and then Mary and Bert sing Jolly Holiday to each other. And I would like to take this moment to discuss the class structure of it all. Ooh. So, oh, Mary. Come on, Liz Warren. Mary tell us about Mar- class. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on, Parasite. Tell us about class. Um, so, Mary and Bert are obviously from the working class. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's very, I don't even know what, but it's. I think it's interesting that they, like, a holiday is something very special to them because they don't get holidays all the time. That's it. That's all I really wanted to say. I thought you were going to talk about the Irish people in the Oh, the the in fox this number, yeah. The Irish fox. No, I wasn't, <laughs> but I can when we get there. All right, so they sing Jolly Holidays and penguins come out and then they dance. I like that they are not romantically a couple. I like that they're just friends. I don't mind if, like, it's that Bert likes her. I think she just wants to be friends with Bert. I think she's a lesbian. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's a jolly holiday with you, Bert. Gentlemen like you are few. A vanishing breed, that's me. Though you're just a diamond in the rough, Bert. Underneath your blood is blue. Common knowledge. You'd never think of pressing your advantage. Forbearance is the hallmark of your creed. True. A lady needn't fear when you are near. Your sweet gentility is crystal clear. Oh, it's a jolly holiday with you, Bert. A jolly, jolly holiday with you. Okay, so they do this thing, and the pearly band comes out, or whatever. Um, there's a carousel. They get on the carousel. <laughs> the pearly band has not even happened yet. What? The, the pearly, pearly band, band is, is after? Ex- it's during the it's race? It's Expeditious, oh, girl. girl. <laughs> You're thinking of the waiters. The penguin waiters happen. The dance. Did you watch this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was packing my lunch for the week. Yeah, what are those? 
They were um, little guard, uh, veggie patties on a bed of rice with corn and green beans and some potatoes and broccoli. Well, you're real proud of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> I have high blood pressure. <laughs> uh, okay. So the penguins. <laughs> so they're on the carousel, mm-hmm. the merry-go-round. Did you know, fun fact. Mary, did you know? A carousel is when it has horses, and a merry-go-round is when it has animals other than horses. Oh, I think. I was told that once. It could be a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they spin off the carousel. This would be an incredible theme park attraction. That's all I'm going to say. They spin off the carousel, and then they're in the countryside. And then they end up in a race. It like, he, someone, Bert is narrating it as a race, and then it just turns into a race. Yeah, they like literally jump into a race. Yeah. Um, and Mary wins. Because she asks the two horsemen in the lead if they would be so kind as to let her pass. Yeah. And they're like, of course, mom. <laughs> and they let her win. It's great. And um, this song makes no sense. In this context. In any, I mean, this song makes no sense. In general. But I, she's the most iconic song, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that this wasn't the best original song. Oh, I'm I'm shocked that it wasn't Feed the Birds. Mm. That's the one I'm shocked at. I think that Feed the Birds would sell now. Like, <clears throat> so Chim Chim Cheree reminds me of... Um, uh, La La Land. From, yeah, from La La Land. Because yep. it was the theme. Yes, it's, it keeps recurring throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. Look at the stars? Nope. City of Stars. City of Stars. We have to do La La Land. We should, because we loved it in the theater. No think, one has loved it since. So I like That's not true. I, I follow like, someone who their favorite movie is. La La, La, La Land. Land. Hmm. And then it starts raining. You're not even gonna say anything about Supercalifier and CX Fellowship. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so long. <laughs> It's only like four days. <laughs> this movie takes place in the span of four days. Oh my god! That's why it was really interesting when we did the show because it's we're like on she, day two. She like leaves and then comes back. Yeah. So yeah. Could because literally this is the same day. Here's what's Later, happened. It's the same day. It's, it's we literally had yesterday. Katie and Anna left. Today she showed up, started work. They cleaned the nursery. Now they're in they were, the chalk pavement picture. Yeah. This is all day two. God, no wonder these kids couldn't go to fuck to sleep that night. <laughs> no, they should have fallen asleep immediately. They did. Um, okay, so the when she wins the race and everyone's asking, would you like to say a word to explain how you feel right now mm-hmm. after winning? And right. she says, S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-F-R-A-G-I-L-I-S-T-I-C-E-X-P. I-A-L-I-D-O-C-I-O-U-S. Yeah. Very good. That was impressive. Good Thank job. You. you were in the musical, so it doesn't really count. Thank but... you. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Super califragilistic, expialidocious.
the song that when I had the CD, I would like play it on repeat and then I would just spin around the living room to it. I was very into spinning when I was a child. This is why I like teacups. Oh man, we are just unlocking, unlocking the boxes. In my mind. In your mind. Um, but like, is this song good? Is it, does it advance the plot? Is it song for song's sake? Uh, <coughs> I don't know. I mean, it comes back at the end. Huh? Oh, when he freaks out. I was like, what are you talking about? That's you know, right. No, you're right. You're right. No, that makes sense. They, apparently the Sherman Brothers said there was like a, a word when they went to summer camp as children that like all the kids knew but the adults didn't and they wanted like that feeling. Mm. And that's why they chose this. They created this word. Well, they didn't. So then there was like, somebody sued them because this there was already a song that sounded like this word. But then the Disney lawyers came back and had a... A something that was from 19, the 1930s that was also this. But I was like, but then shouldn't they sue you? <laughs> Doesn't matter, I guess. Okay. It's a fun song. I I liked the context of it being like when there's, you can't you can't find another word to explain how happy you are. Which I felt like from the movie they did a good job of setting that up. Yeah. Because later liked, on they sing it in the house. Like, you, right, right. You know, they keep I liked, I like um, when Mary sometimes does things that are out of character. Mm-hmm. So in the song she does a bell kick and she goes, woo! And I yeah. think that's really fun. When they take the medicine in like three she, minutes, yes. she has the rum punch and then like hiccups. hiccups. And I think yeah. that's really fun. They're like, this episode won't be funny because it's just me talking about how much I love this movie. I don't have any, like, I don't have anything to make fun of about it. We're relying on you, RJ. Thank you. To make this funny. It's a lot of pressure. So anyway, the Kennedys. um, (laughs) Stupid. Okay, so it rains after the song and they get washed out of the chalkboard painting. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they have to run back home. Um... She is forcing them to take medicine so that they don't get sick. This is another one that they didn't know that they were going to be different colors, the medicine. Because oh. when she screams, that's, yeah. that was the only take they did of it. Oh, and that's why she... I thought she screamed because it was going to, like, pour off. No, she screams because his is red and then hers is green. Yeah. And she was like, ah! <laughs> Although I don't know how... I don't know how... There has to be something on the spoon that Yeah, reacts. they must have coated her spoon with something. Because, or like they've, it must have been clear and there was something coated on all the spoons. Yeah. Because they're. But yeah. that's fun. Good for Because there. the, because even Mary's is like a. It's, yeah. It's a different color. It's like purple. Strawberries. Lime cordial. Delicious. Rum punch. <laughs> it's very good. It's a good bit. It's a good bet. And then when they go to sleep and they do And then she straight up she gaslights them. them. I know. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what 
I don't know who this pan is. I don't know who this. I don't know who this chalkboard painting is. Sorry to this chalkboard so, painting. Sorry picture. to this penguin. I don't know who. I don't know who this Irish this, fox. This is. Irish fox be walking down the street right now. I wouldn't know a thing. Wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this Irish fox. Sorry to this Irish fox. It is. I mean, she. This is like the one thing that I've always been like. Why? Why? Even in the books, she's like that. That's very, that's very the books to be like, it happens and then it's just never talked about again. And she pretends they've like lost their minds. You're gaslighting children, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Maybe it was like her way to explain like. Appreciate things for what they are. Like P.L. Traverse's way of explaining like, well, why, why isn't magic real now? You know what I mean? Like for kids, it's like, it's because she was like. Only insistent that they only happen in those moments. But then I was thinking, like, what if the magic was never real? Maybe it's just something in their minds that they thought that it was real. But the reality is they were just going to the park. They were just playing in the park. Maybe they actually cleaned their room. They didn't snap yeah. and things happened. <clears throat> That's interesting. It's not correct. In but this it's essay, I will. In this essay, I will. Welcome to my TED Talk. Yeah. Anyway, yes, she fully gaslights them. I and mean, they're it's like, crazy. We're not going to go to sleep until you tell us it's true. And she sings Stay, Stay Awake. Awake. Mm-hmm. Classic. We love a turn of phrase. She, so the song starts in um, acapella. Mm-hmm. And it's very quiet. She recorded this 47 times because she kept getting upset that it wasn't perfect. Aww. Stay. Don't rest your head. Don't lie down upon your bed while the moon drifts in the skies. So then after word, the next day, this is day three. <clears throat> um, the kids come downstairs, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Mr. Banks gets upset. Everyone's in a very good mood, except for Mr. Banks. And he like yells them to go away. Blah, 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 blah. Fine. And then they leave the house to go buy gingerbread and to get some prawns. And then Andrew, the dog, comes up to them and lets Mary know that something's wrong with her Uncle Albert. So they head off to Uncle Albert's. And when they arrive, Bert is there. He's already there. And he says he's never seen it this bad before. And they walk in, and Uncle Albert is laughing on the ceiling. Now I understand why this could not be done in a theater. (laughs) But like, what a goop if it could be. It's really funny. The jokes are really bad. But they're They're good. But they're good jokes. They're good jokes. They're really corny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Edwin apparently ad-libbed most of his life. He's, you could tell, because it was very grounded. It was very lived in. It's so funny. He's really, I mean, he, 
he's crazy. Yeah. But he's really good. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at this man <clears throat> from Babes in Toilet. Yeah, look at the toy maker. <laughs> look at him go. Look at him go. Yeah, they're they're really good. I mean, that the wooden leg is such a good joke. It's such a stupid joke. Cuz all the joke is is I once met a man with a wooden leg named Smith. And then the other person says, "What's the name of his other leg?" because they're so distracted by like having the conversation that they don't realize that he said the leg the, has a name. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. It's the, a bad joke because the joke is a wooden leg named Smith. Yeah. If you just take there, it's like, oh, what's the name of the other one? Yeah, yeah. Named Smith. Oh, man. Yeah. Good things. Good stuff. And then I think my favorite one is when he tells the joke about the cat dying. I just ran it over is. your cat. It is. It's a really good build It's a really good setup. I just ran over your cat. Oh, no. That's such a sad story. And then he's like, I'd like to replace your cat if I can. And she goes, okay, well, how are you at chasing mice? <laughs> These are quality, family-friendly, turn of timeless, the century, yeah, timeless <laughs> jokes. Yeah. And another, just another scene where Mary Poppins can just be like stern Annoyed. and cross, <laughs> and just, oh man. Some people laugh through their noses, sounding something like this, <laughs> dreadful. Some people laugh through their teeth, goodness sakes, hissing and fizzing like snakes. Not at all attractive to my way of thinking. Some laugh too fast. <laughs> Some only blast. <laughs> Others, they twitter like birds. <laughs> you know, you're as bad as he is. Then there's a kind what can't make up their mind. <laughs> when things strike me as funny, I can hide it inside and squeak, <laughs> as the squeakers do. <laughs> I got to let go with a hoe. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we love to laugh <laughs> loud and long and clear. <laughs> we love to laugh <laughs> so everybody can hear. <laughs> the more you laugh, oh my goodness, the more you feel. The more the They go home after this. They do. And he and the kids are like Okay. We've 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 laughed on the ceiling. We've We've been in a chalk paper. We've been in picture. a chalk paper picture. We've ri- ridden the banister backwards. Yeah. What's next? What's next? And so they tell their father, and he's like, Mary Poppins, I need to speak to you, <laughs> madam. Mary Poppins, this is Alexis Nyers calling. 
Um, and then she somehow, it's really crazy how this happens. She convinces him to take the children to the bank. Yeah. Because he, like, has this whole speech prepared about how, like, it's important for children to know, like, order and... Like a bank. Like in right. the bank. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And then she's like, yes. Tomorrow, just as you suggest, pressed and dressed, Jane and Michael will be at your side. And he's like, wait, and, what? And yeah. then even as Winifred, and she's like, that's what it sounds yeah. like you said. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you said you would take them. It's so good. She always wins. Mm-hmm. If they must go on outings, these outings ought to be fraught with purpose, yes, and practicality. These silly words like super, 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 super califragilistic expialidocious. Yes, well done, you said it. And popping through pictures have little use, fulfill no basic need. They've got to learn the honest truth. Despite their youth, they must learn about the life you lead. Exactly. They must feel the thrill of totting up a balanced book, a thousand ciphers neatly in a row. When gazing at a graph that shows the profits up, their little cup of joy should overflow. Precisely. It's time they learned to walk in your footsteps. My footsteps. To tread your straight and narrow path with pride. With pride. Tomorrow, just as you suggest, pressed and dressed, Jane and Michael will be at your side. She always wins. Mm Mm-hmm. That clever Irish fox. (laughs) Anyway, she, um, she takes the next day off as the kids... Go to their fathers. She took the day off. You missed something. You missed. Oh my god! What did you I miss? Look it. on your thing. Oh, you don't have it up anymore. Oh, feed the. This was when I was confused. Yes. So she sings "Feed the Birds" to a snow globe. To a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was confused because I was like, they see her in the steps, but I was not thinking about the kids. Mm-hmm. It was Mr. Banks who sees them. Anyway, they do like a montage of they zoom in into the snow globe, and there's a little tiny woman on the steps. Yeah. Says, "Come buy my bags full of crumbs. Mm-hmm. Come feed the little birds. Show me care. Mm-hmm. And you'll be glad if you do." Each time someone 
words are simple and few. Listen, listen, she's calling to you. Feed the birds, tuppence a bag, tuppence, tuppence, tuppence a bag. So tuppence is two pence. Yes. Yeah, girl. What is a pence? A penny? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. So this, I don't know. but I don't know, girl. I isn't it? Know, isn't it? I think it is. Because there's three pence. Yes, that's just three pence. Yeah. I think it's just. I think a pence is a penny. But the, V was really gonna have his son open a bank account with two pennies. I have two pennies. I'd like to open a bank account, please. <laughs> No, girl, that's not how this works. Don't you have to have a minimum of, like, five pounds to open a bank account? Technically, you need to do a direct deposit of $500. <laughs> well, not if you use the federal credit union. Oh, that's true. And I think it's just, like, 200 or, like, 100 I don't think it's anything. Um, if there are any credit unions that... Uh, I should sister- ask my sister. Yeah, should ask your sister. Okay, 10 pence... What is a pence? How much is a pence worth? Ten pence equals a tenth of a pound. Oh, okay. And a pound is currently worth a dollar sixty-one. So the answer is sixteen cents. So a pence is a so, penny. So a pence is a penny because yeah. it's a hundredth of a yeah. pound. Okay. How many pence are in a pound? Hundred pence. So do they say hun pen? Are there not like quarters? Are there not different? Let's look at this. Okay. Coins of Britain. <laughs> six pence. Is it? They have sixes? Yes. They That's have six awful. Pence. Okay. Six cur- pence, none the richer. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. I love rock. Nope. What? It's not? Oh. Six pence, none the richer. Oh, is that cri- they s- Christian? They sang Kiss Me. Kiss Me. Yes. You would call that rock? Uh, yeah, of course I would, girl. What would you they're, call it? Pop? They're a Christian band. Are after, they really? They did that one pop song, and then afterwards they're like, let's do Christian music. Anyway, one penny, two pence, five pence, ten pence, twenty pence, fifty pence, one pound, two pounds. Those are their coins. Oh. Currently. It's weird. I guess it's weird because we have we call everything a different thing. They used to have a shilling, which oh, is yes. five pence. Oh. Six pence is no, this is okay. This is confusing. Because it says six pence is two and a half pence. Huh? <laughs> what? A what? what two pence say? is six pence. Where does it say this? On the bottom, old <gasps> money. Old money conversions to money used today. Six pence is equal is to two, two and, and a half, half pence. Because it's... One shilling or a bob is five pence. Mm-hmm. Half a crown. This is annoying. <laughs> half a crown is two shillings and a sixpence, 12 and a half pence. Wow, no wonder Meghan Markle wanted to get She's, out. Yeah, get out of there, girl. <laughs> she was like, uh-uh. And one guinea, one guinea <laughs> is a pound and five pence. <laughs> 
Why? Why would I ever need specifically that amount? When am I ever going to need 12 and a half pence? A half a crown. That is... I, I've heard of shillings before. Sure. I just had no idea. And I guess they don't use it anymore. Which, no. Thank God. But I guess it's... Because we, like we have a different name for each coin. Mm-hmm. And I guess they don't. Wow. In 1971 was when they decided that a pound is 100 pence. What was it before? Oh, my God. <laughs> girl. Don't do all that, girl. <laughs> girl. Don't do all that. Okay. So they go to the bank. They go to the bank. They take two pence. And I... He tries to give it to now, the bird lady. If you ask me... The bird woman. Oh, they but they go to the bank first. On their way to the bank, oh, they, they see, see the, the bird, bird woman, okay. and he's like, I want to give it to her. And he's like, no, but I can show you ways in the bank that I think you'll find really interesting. And he's like, it's now, a bank, girl. famously, I have said that Perfect Nanny is my favorite song in this show. Oh. A runner-up <laughs> is this song? Is Fidelity Fiduciary Bank. Wow. Why? <laughs> I just I love a patter. It's I love so a, funny because it's not in the musical at all. I know they were like goodbye. This I is know. not a good song. In the musical, it's procession and order. Ba 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 ba. You you weren't in that number. That I got that. No, I was dressing as the fucking rabbit in the playing the game song at the end of Act There was apparently, I saw that they were originally going to have a Toys Come to Life sequence in the movie, but then they cut it for time. Well, what it would have been at the, when they couldn't sleep, possibly? Because that's kind of... No, because Stay Awake, Mary, or Julie Andrews had to fight to stay in the film. Because they were going to cut it, but it was her favorite song, so she called P.L. Travers (gasps) and and said, said, make sure they don't take it out of the film. Woman to woman. Woman to woman. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Women supporting women. Yeah. <laughs> Little women. Greta Gerwig. Why isn't there Why a couldn't movie? That, I know. Well, they could. Uh, they could do a. No. They no. Could you imagine? I Greta was like to it. I in my next good. in my next movie. I will do Little Women. She did say she wants to do. Did you not see the article she, she wrote was, where she wants she to do musical? Wants to do musical next. Yeah. It uh, could be the Little Women. She's just gonna do Little Women again. <laughs> Same cast. Same cast. Well, we know Emma can sing. <laughs> so. How dare you? Sirah. Okay. So they so they bring the two pence to the bank, and mm-hmm. Mr. Dawes, chairman of the bank, comes out. Uh-huh. He, don't you think he looks like Dick Van Dyke? So they also, this is the <laughs> third thing that they did not tell these children. These children were gaslighted in the script wow. and off, off script. Okay. I'm sorry. Did you, I didn't realize Alfred Hitchcock was the was the director. They thought this I didn't man was Stanley like Kubrick They thought he was about to die. They were like this this poor man is so old. These kids were like, "Mom, look out. Please. Put a mattress under him. He's going to croak." Can't we help this man? And then Dick was like, "Ha ha." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But it's so funny cuz his accent's perfect for this. Because he is he's the moving the jowls. <laughs> Really shrouded a lot of it, but even still, it's, there's no like. Yeah, it sounds really it's good. fine. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that he can't do accents. I really do think it was, it was a bad coaching situation. 
I think that's real. Um, but yeah, it's I love the song. If you invest in Japanese. So he did it in one take. Wow. The the song, like the the recording of the okay. audio. He did that in one take. Compared to Julie, who did 47 takes yeah. of Stay Awake. Well, Julie's like, I'm sorry I'm not doing a fucking character song, yeah. bitch. Sorry I'm not a character actor. <laughs> uh, as a propriety. It's a mom's. A mom's. Do, 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 do. You see, Michael? You'll be part of Railways through Africa. Dams across the Nile. Fleets of ocean greyhounds. Majestic self-amortizing canals. Oh, it fires the imagination. Plantations of ripening tea. All from Tuppers. Prudently, thriftily, frugally invested in the, to be specific, in the doors, terms, mousely grubs, fidelity, fiduciary bank. Two pence. <laughs> Shillings. <laughs> Half a crown. <laughs> One guinea. <laughs> Oh, man. So, so how many canuts are in a sickle? Oh, and how many sickles are in a gallon? That, okay, that I am not. No, no. I have no time for that. But I, No, no. Get that off my get screen. Get that off my screen. <laughs> that one has never oh, made get sense Get the Gringotts off the screen. I am not watching that. Because I remember in the first book... Hagrid spells out what the conversion is. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh. At, while they're on the mine cart in oh. Gringotts. And it's like one canut. It's like 27 canuts is a sickle. And then 14 sickles is a galleon. What? Oh. Who does that help? That is awful. No wonder you people are stuck in castles and <laughs> like shit. And, solid, and your houses yeah. are crooked. Yeah. Y'all can't... They're solidly like 200 years behind. We are doing... We are we are doing the Arabic method, honey. We are basing it off of tens. I, I just started... Um, I just started the sixth audiobook. And that first chapter is fascinating with the two prime ministers. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so really cool. cool. Yeah. And, then and you, it's not in the movie and it's really shame. Yeah. It's a big shame. And they're, because it's just like, oh, what about this event? What about that event? And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, sorry. That was our bad, too. Yeah. Yeah, Rufus Scrimger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, J.K. Rowling's canceled. Um, it's just crazy she died right <laughs> after she, she finished the last book. Yeah. And she never spoke about the series again. And she just disappeared. She disappeared. She, uh, she um, cast herself on a Viking funeral yeah, and awarded herself yeah, to the sea. Yeah. And it was, you know, but it was important yeah. for that to not have anything else told about it. Anyway, this old man steals these the, this two pence from Michael and Michael is like, No. He wants his money back. Michael is like, no, Jennifer Lopez, you're not hustling this out of my hands. <laughs> so he takes it back, and the entire bank hears this. And I love those two women that was like, do you hear that? Uh, the bank won't give those children back their money. I want my money. I want my money. 
The natural reaction. Oh, I would say nowadays people would be like, oh my god, crazy people. So, okay, so in the show, I don't know how it was in the original Broadway, but in the, the show that's running right now, he makes like a judgment on an investment. Mm-hmm. And that causes the mm-hmm. whole situation of mm-hmm. him losing his job. Mm-hmm. Not... My children, and like this way, it's very clear cut. Like my I children. Say, here's what I will say: stakes are stakes been raised. Okay. Yeah, just like that. They're, the entire really economy high. of London. Yes, there was a crashed. run on the bank, girl. <laughs> they yes. said J.P. Morgan and Chase. They said the bailout. They Honey. said J.P. Morgan chase these kids out of this bank and go get them shillings, <laughs> them guineas, girl. <laughs> oh my god so they run out they and run they, into Bert after a woman tries to kidnap them I know <laughs> so that was so it's the scariest weak. part it yeah. does, I mean it's a very it's the like it's the classic it's Snow, the Snow White, White running through the forest yeah, yeah. Um, but they run into Bert um, shockingly this movie gets away with blackface but it's not blackface no cause he's a chimney sweep no I know but like if in any other context, this would be absolutely unacceptable, yeah. but like because we know that it's literal dirt on his yeah. face because he's sweeping the flu, it's fine. I thought about that while I was watching it. I was like, woo! Thank God. They said, thank God Justin Trudeau was in, in this movie. Huh? He did brown face. Oh, yeah. That was right. I, about that. I would name the Virginia governor, but I don't. I don't know his name. I cannot recall. He could be walking down the street and I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> Sorry to this governor. Um, so, yeah, they cry because they were like, our father's chasing us. He called the police after He us. called the police. And then he, Michael's like, he called the army. And then she goes, Michael, don't exaggerate. <laughs> it's so good. So he takes them oh home. Oh, that's so good. And then he's finally, we actually get the song Chim Chim Cherie. And he sings it to them as he walks them home. Mm-hmm. And that's where you learn that the most interesting fact um, that so in the lore of chimney sweeps, shaking hands with them is lucky. And then I was like, well, that's fun. And then online I read that they, because they worked in coal soot, their lives were shorter. So they were considered them their own lives unlucky so any good luck they had could be transferred to other people because they were gonna die soon damn that's really sad damn the industrial revolution really did that I mean this is a movie about the working class anyway they sing um, step in suit Huh? How do they lead into this? So they all get sucked up the chimney. The kids get sucked up the chimney because he's going to clean out the fireplace. Mm-hmm. They end up on the roof. Mary comes up, powders her nose with soot, which is amazing. A yeah. great visual gag. Good joke. Very good joke. Um, and then they just walk around rooftops of London. She blows smoke into stairs. And then they go up to, like, this very high tower. And then they look at the sunset. Again, this is all a a glass painting, which is amazing. 
and then they come down the, the smoke brings them down like an elevator and they finish chim chim tree then they end up on a rooftop and then all these chimney sweeps pop out and then they start to do step in time step in time step in time <laughs> And it was originally supposed to be like a three-minute song and turned into an 11-minute dance number <laughs> that um, is great and every moment of it is perfect. The end. Okay, so they all have to go home. Mm-hmm. They all come down the chimney with mm-hmm. them. And After the chim- Admiral Boom starts to shoot fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they come down the chimney, and the chimney... That's sees- class warfare. Ah! Literal. He's in the art. He's in yeah. the Navy. And um, and the chimney sweeps cost ruckus. There's a good bit of Ellen, like, with the broom. Just trying to, like, shoo them away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go back up. They roll back up the chimney. Everyone is like... No, they just leave the they front leave door. They through the front door. They dance down the street. And yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Banks are like, oh, hello. Mrs. Banks is just like, hello. Votes for women. Yeah. Votes for women. Set band time. I like that one. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, and then Mr. Banks... Now, explain to me this... Um, interior scene between Mr. Banks and because this is really the turn yeah the turn in the movie where you realize this was not about Jane and Michael correct it's about his change because hmm. no one else has a change in this movie <laughs> um so he is t- basically it's like man's fears of like having to provide for his family, but also, like, wanting to leave his mark on the world. And then... Spoken like a true imperialist, let me tell you. These goddamn Brits. (laughs) And then, um... Bert just, like, brings up, like, how lucky he is to, like, have children and how much they love him and how important they think he is and da-da-da. And, like, just re... kind of focuses that for him that you just that's have, really all it is yeah and that childhood is important to like nurture and it's an important part of growing up don't like let them grow up too quickly that's it that's that's all the learning and that's all it is it's that poppins woman she did it i know the very person you mean mary poppins she's the one what sings a spoonful of sugar, that is all it takes. It changes bread and water into tea and cakes. See, that's exactly what I mean. Changing bread and water into tea and cakes, indeed. No wonder everything's higgledy-piggledy here. A spoonful of sugar goes a long, long way. Have yourself a healthy helping. Every day. And healthy up on a trouble, if you ask me. You know what she did? I realize it now. She tricked me into taking Jane and Michael to the bank. That's how all the trouble started. Tricked you into taking the children on an outing? Yes. Outrageous. A man with all the important things you have to do. Shameful. 
You're a man of high position, esteemed by your peers. And when your little tykes are crying, you haven't time to dry their tears and see them grateful little faces smiling up at you. Because their dad, he always knows just what to do. Like you say, Governor, you've got to grind, grind, grind at that grindstone. Though childhood slips like sand through a sieve. And all too soon they've up and grown, and then they've flown. And it's too late for you to give. Just that spoon full of sugar to help the medicine go down the medicine go down medicine go down well goodbye governor sorry to have trouble you So he lets them. He lets him leave. Yeah, because he's got to go to the bank. Yeah, <clears throat> he has to go that day mm-hmm. or that night. They give him the two pence. And on his way there, he sees the bird woman. No. So this is. Well, I think last year or two years ago, I was reading something. So, and this is the first time I've realized it. He walks by the steps that she's supposed to be sitting at, but she's not sitting there anymore. So I think she's supposed to have died. Oh, that's right. I did remember you. Because, the, yes, you were reading about it mm-hmm. on, when you were reading the show, yeah. Yep. That she died. So he couldn't, like, So he lost that opportunity. hmm So he takes the two pence. He goes into the meeting. They fire him. Um... And then he just has this, like, epiphany of, like, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, everything's important, family's important, da-da-da. He attempts to give the two pence to Mr. Dawes. Um, he does. And then, he does, yeah. And then he runs out after he tells them the joke of the man with the wooden leg named Smith. Um, and then Mr. Dawes finally gets the joke and starts laughing and floats up to the ceiling and that's the end of the scene. So he comes home and he is singing and looks crazy and Ellen's like, he's absolutely lost his mind. They all thought, like the, Ellen, like the help thought that he like drank, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he comes home and he has patched the kite and then Winifred adds the Tail to the kite. Yep. And then they go out to fly the kite. And then Mary leaves. And I can't talk any more about Mary leaving because I can't discuss people leaving children. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. This episode is brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace (laughs) is the number one. (laughs) Um, 
there wasn't really a definitive moment when the kids like it was like he came back mm-hmm. after being fired and it was like Mary was like your your dad's calling for you and they're like that doesn't sound like him mm-hmm. and he's like well you should go get him and then it's like the kids like knew they're like when we come back you won't be here anymore will you mm-hmm. or whatever she said she'd stay until the wind changed and at the beginning you see the shot of the weather vane changing mm. air changing directions and so they go out and go fly the kite great song very uplifting. Also surprising that wasn't the nomination. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what the other nominees were. I should say. I don't know if there were multiple. Like it was a dream girl situation where all three songs were nominated. Mm-hmm. And none won. Mm-hmm. Um, Dear Heart from Dear Heart. <laughs> hush Hush Sweet Charlotte Charlotte from Hush Hush Sweet Char- Charlotte. Do you know what that is? No. Isn't that a musical? No, that's the... Isn't that the sequel to... Baby Jane? Maybe. My Kind of Town from Robin and the Seven Hoods. Oh. And Where Love Has Gone from Where Love Has Gone. Hmm. So she's left. Yep. And they're finally a family again. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. I can't watch her. It's so hard for me to watch her leave. Why? Well, funny thing happened to me in my past. Adam. <laughs> it's almost like. <clears throat> I should talk to somebody about it's it. It's almost like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like something about like adults leaving children. children has a strange effect on you. There's no reason they should be crying. She's been with them for four days. <laughs> She's Katie Nana was with them longer. Okay. <laughs> And they didn't give a shit when she Right. Left. Thank you. So. Um, I do like... They don't say goodbye. Um, but in the movie... Or in the show, um, there is There's like a, good, like a, well, a goodbye moment. They all say goodbye. Like, the parents are like, oh, is Mary Poppins gone? They're like... And then the kids were like, yeah, but she'll be back. Or like, the kid, the parents were like, she'll be back. And the kids were like, I don't no, think so. No, she won't. She won't. But Michael gets the moment with her where he says, I love you. (laughs) Oh, my God, Adam. What? You are a mess. I feel great. Mentally healthy. I feel incredible. I love you, Mary Poppins. It's very sweet. You, like, had to do it as a bit, so. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) 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 Movies are dumb. Nostalgia. Okay. And that's it. That's the movie. She flies out. That's all. How long? A a minute. An hour 38. That's a bit. And that was the end of Mary Poppins.
Okay, so Wait, we, what do we do now? So we used to do Who Would Bettina Miller Play? Oh, I don't think that... I don't... I don't think that carries anymore. Not because Bettina Miller isn't relevant anymore, but I think... But because she's not relevant anymore. <laughs> I didn't say What it. was the last thing she did? I think now the situation <laughs> is, who would you recast in a reboot? Emily, now, Emily Blunt. Now, <laughs> now, there was a sequel. Mm-hmm. If you could have, no, if this same exact movie, they did the exact same movie today. Today, if this movie came out today, who would be who? 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 I would say Claire Foy. Oh, can she sing? Who? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, my God. I love Claire Foy. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tallest Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say Claire Foy. And then Hot Priest would be Bird. <laughs> Andrew Scott would be a really good Bird, actually. Yeah. Um, or... Gavin Lee. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. No, I would say Claire Foy or like um, who played, oh my God, um, Orphan Black, Tatiana Maslany. Oh, she's Canadian. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's a Canadian show. It's a CBC show. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it's on BBC America. Mm-hmm. Because there's no CBC America. <laughs> okay, shut your mouth. <laughs> How about Jodie Comer? No. From Killing Eve. No. no. You need a brunette. I would say Claire Foy. I'm going to say Claire Foy. I don't need a brunette. Because here's Julie the thing. Andrews is not a brunette. Here's the thing. When we when this game used to be Patina Miller, we assumed that it would be a theat a Broadway actress yeah. doing a movie musical. Ashley Brown. Now 20 like the day we live in today, you don't have to be a broad you've ne- you could have never done you a musical. You could be a ever. hooker off the street. And you could be in a movie musical. As evidenced by Cats and Rebel Wilson. Ooh. No, she did that concert where she played Ursula in the Hollywood Bowl. Did she really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Just... done with this house forever. Okay, <laughs> Katie Nana. <laughs> Um, Who's your favorite character in this? And don't go with the obvious Mary. Who's your favorite? Like, who's your, who do you, who do you? Michael. I really like Ellen. Anytime Ellen talks, I think it's so funny. She is so funny. And then it's even better because in the sequel, she's, um, what's her name? For Mamma Mia. Yes. Um, Molly Weasley. Molly Weasley. What's her name? Who would you put as Mr. Nothing? and Mrs. Okay. Banks? Just going to ignore it? Just going to gloss over it. Okay. Who would I make Mr. and Mrs. Banks today? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know British. I guess I don't have to be British. I would want them to be British. <laughs> uh, but I don't know British character act. I don't watch Someone enough. Someone from like Downton Abbey. Doctor Who. Enough. To know. Yeah. 
I do think Ben Wisha was so good. He's so good. He was so in good in Mary Poppins Returns. I cried so much during his song to his dead wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was fun. We don't have to do Mary Poppins Returns next. We're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> we could do it next January. Okay. Let's do that. Assuming we would have... We're still running the show in Virginia? So now, okay, we have to do an episode a month. Okay. We now have a Twitter, at Showgaze. I have an idea of when I want to release these episodes, but I don't want to say it on air so that I can just keep it in my own head. Great, perfect. We have a Facebook, at Showgaze. I didn't make an Instagram. You need to. Um, um, we're really excited. Sure. To bring this back. Can't wait. Now, the... Uh, you have to pick the next one. Okay. Pick it right now. Ah! Uh, no. Pick it right now. I need time. I need you. I'm giving you... I'm counting down. No. I'm gonna get... Here we go. I'm getting a live countdown. Uh, I'm giving you one minute. Well, it's gonna, okay, it's going to be February, so it'll be Valentine's Day. So let's do a good, like, romantic-themed movie musical. Mm-hmm. We could do... I'm just naming options. Um, uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm just trying to think of other like romantic, we're doing West Side Story. Didn't we already do West Side Story? No. We have not? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. But would you rather save that for later when they, when we do West Side Story at the end? You have 13 seconds to pick up. We're going to do Moulin Rouge. You have 10 seconds if you want to change your mind. We Yay. are doing. Look, it's right. The, she's already there. Right. She's to go. already there. Right Milan in the Rouge. middle. Great. You heard it here, folks. Our friend. J- I can edit this out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you go. <laughs> just you. I think. We're- <laughs> West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> All right. Fine, Moulin Rouge. Whatever. Great. I'll suffer through an hour and a half of whatever. How long is it? It's like a short movie. I'm going to say it's 90 minutes. It's it's a musical. There's I don't think there's any um, I don't think Boz Lerman has ever made anything shorter than two and a half hours. <laughs> it's not that bad, Adam. Moulin Rouge is not that bad. Where is the information about this movie? Anyway, thank oh, you for listening. It's two hours and seven minutes. See, thanks for listening. We are back. We're making an episode a month. Um, Adam edits these episodes, so it's a labor of love, a passion project. So it's all dependent on his passion. Yeah, <laughs> and the time that I have outside of work. Yeah. So thank you for listening. We'll see you here soon. In February. In February. With Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Any final words? Uh, 
I just, no. Okay. I just, because if I talk more, I'm going to start crying again. And I don't want that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppers.